Welcome to The Power of Stories, a podcast by women, about women, and for women. Their voices and their stories. I am Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, a passionate advocate for the empowerment of women and girls everywhere and the founder of SayItForward.org. And I'm Yodit Kifle-Smith, a creative dedicated to making sure the voices and stories of women are heard. I have the privilege of working with Sharon on SayItForward.org to do just that. In this podcast, you will meet courageous women from around the world whose unique path to empowerment will leave you encouraged and inspired. We want to welcome Irene Rizzo on today's episode. Irene is an environmental law specialist. She was born in Italy, but has lived in Spain, Mozambique, the UK, and Germany. She is passionate about languages, writing, and creating connections between cultures. She's joining us today from Italy. So we want to welcome you, Irene. Thank you for being here. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Irene, we are happy to be with you today. And in reading some of your writing, I noticed that you focus on looking at the climate crisis through a gender lens. Mm -hmm. What drew you to that area of focus? Thank you for that question. Through my research, I actually realized that climate change impacts differently on um, men and women. And uh, women are more affected by the climate crisis and the uh, impacts of climate change. For instance, I uh, read from um, important reports that women are more affected by the uh, natural disasters and also are those that suffer the most when um, the environmental degradation affects their environments. And therefore, I decided to also look at why this is happening and why women are more exposed and more vulnerable and found out that women are actually exposed to a range of struggles and uh, challenges, especially due to uh, gender-based violence or the fact that they are normally the providers of food, but also of fuel and of other natural resources for their households. They have responsibilities that men don't have. They simply have uh, different uh, roles within their families and that exposes them more to climate change. And I think the gender perspective should be included in the environmental and climate dialogue. And women should have a seat at the table because they are more impacted than, than others or they are impacted differently. So their perspectives and points of view should also be considered and taken uh, into account. I think it's fascinating that that's the kind of lens that you're approaching climate change. I do want to ask, what has been your experience as a woman navigating this space? Thank you. This is a very important question, I believe, um, especially for a young woman like myself who has been uh, struggling like many others, especially in, in an environment that is not dominated, um, is not male dominated, I must say. Uh, in fact, um, I have many uh, women colleagues and most of my supervisors in, in the past have been uh, women. However, I believe women face different challenges, um, especially when you pursue an international career. Some people may tend to say, okay, how are you going to combine this with a family? And how are you going to uh, be able to settle down at, at, at some point? 
And this is not a question that they normally ask to men. Why is it so? Why is it that only women have to sacrifice their own careers or their dreams because um, they are supposed to raise a family? This is something that you do uh, as a couple. And uh, I've been asked this question many times. Why? When are you going to settle down? When are you going to stop somewhere and um, start uh, your own family? And I was like, I've been fighting for my dreams all my life. I've been um, going through a lot. I've been taking uh, on challenges and I've been studying and working hard. So I'm not going to give up just because society doesn't accept that a woman goes around the world on her own and fights for her dreams. So you have lived in five countries and for most of us, me included, that's a hard thing to imagine. Tell us how you adjust to being in a new place. It's very important when you move to, to a foreign country, to another country, that she, uh, for the first two months, you, you don't speak. You just listen and you observe. You, you listen and you learn as much as you can. You learn how people behave. You learn how people communicate, what you can say, what you can't. So I also um, immerged myself in the, in the culture. And I think this curiosity mixed with um, genuine interest in learning about others is what helps you when you go abroad. It can be applied um, to any other situation um, and any, any other country where you move to. Just go there and be ready to listen and observe and uh, absorb like a sponge, at least for the first few months. I love what you're saying. I mean, empathy and, and listening and um, just creating those open doors to recognize each other's humanity, um, but understand each other's differences as well. Um, is there a story where perhaps you can share with us from a, from a certain country where you, you felt that experience pronounced even more? I think moving to Mozambique was quite an experience, especially because by the time I was 25 and I moved there for one year, um, working for an NGO uh, as an environmental lawyer. And it was my first time living in an African country for that long. And of course, I, I was not sure. I, knew, I was not scared. I knew that um, I could adapt. And, but I also knew that it was going to be a challenge. And I think, to be honest, it eventually was not really a challenge for me, but it was for my parents because they were <laughs> very worried all through. Uh, knowing that their daughter was that far away and, um, yeah, that I couldn't come back uh, anytime uh, I wanted. But to be honest, I think it was probably the best experience of my life. It was also challenging because in that case, uh, there was not only a language barrier, but also a cultural barrier, which is something that I hadn't really experienced in Europe before. So I I really recommend uh, to young people to look proactively for this kind of experiences and or opportunities that would take them to other countries or perhaps other continents. 
so they can learn and and grow and become better persons and also learn that you know at the end of the day we are all humans and we are all the same and we all have the same emotions so it's all these um conversations about racism and hate and yeah trying to divide us from from others they don't really make sense because at the end of the day we can learn so much from each other Irene your advice to listen observe and absorb when we are someplace new is wonderful advice how do you apply that same advice in our day-to-day lives, in our own communities, or in the virtual community where we are now spending a lot of our time. If we can't go anywhere and we are just stuck in our countries, I always suggest, okay, look for a community online. I was lucky enough to find Zara's Dream that you may know, of course you know. And uh, Zara's Dream is a community of young women from all over the world. And uh, we support each other. We haven't never met anybody from Zara's Dream in person, but still we support each other every day and we learn from each other. Uh, I work with a, uh, with a young lady from Kenya and she's even been teaching me some Swahili and I've been teaching her some Italian. You can start from there and then uh, you can always develop your uh, relationships. So especially in this era of uh, social media and online presence, there are so many opportunities to um, get to know people from, from other places. I love how you, you know, emphasize just even the, the power of women empowering women, um, just even through virtual spaces. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, and I think it's just a gift that we have as women to be able to do that for one another. So I, I want to ask you, you know, how how can we all encourage other women and girls to confidently use their voice and claim their power? That's a great question. And a question that I ask myself every day as well, um, because I've been, as I said, I've been lucky enough uh, in my life to have the opportunity to visit different countries, live in different places and um, find people who believed in me. Uh, when I was just starting my career. So I want to make sure that I also give back. I truly believe in the power of mentorship because I'm a mentee myself and I, uh, I'm i a mentee of Zara's Dream. So I, I found a wonderful mentor who has been inspiring and supporting me. And what I learned from my mentor is that the struggles and challenges I'm going through are the same uh, that other people, other women before me went through 10 years ago or or more. So um, we can really help each other and make the difference. If a senior woman mentors a younger woman, um, this younger woman can really uh, avoid mistakes and learn and uh, grow um, to be a better person. But I also have an advice for young women. I think we must embrace the challenges because sometimes we are stuck with the fear of failing. And I think we should consider failures as 
lessons learned. I know that this is something that uh, people say normally, but I truly believe that that is the truth. Um, so embrace those challenges, embrace those things that um, we are afraid of. Um, if we are afraid of speaking, let's start speaking because that's the only way. If you face your fear, you are going to overcome it. Otherwise, it will take over. Something I also believe in is that we, as young women, have to work hard and be ready to work hard. I think we should deliberately try to stand out and run away from mediocrity. That's the best way to uh, start your career. In this era of social media, it's very important to pay attention to our online presence. So it's very important that when we show up, we show up professionally, well-dressed, and we take care of how we look, how we speak, what we say. So we, first of all, must learn who we are, what we want to do, what we care about, what we are passionate about, and what uh, mark we want to leave in this life, what's, um, what legacy we want to, to leave. So after we have clarified to ourselves who we are and what our purpose is, then let's go for it, let's fight for it, and let's be careful about what message we communicate online. And related to that, I also believe that habits can make a difference. If you want to grow as a person, you must adopt powerful habits and that can help you get wherever you want. So it's important to read self-improvement books. It's also important to watch videos or webinars or whatever that can help you enhance your skills. And it's important to show up as a person of integrity and of kindness. Those are really values that are always appreciated and you as a young woman, I think you must try and be the best version of yourself. And one last advice is uh, to fall in love with what you do, because um, don't pursue money. Uh, that's money will come. Just pursue whatever you love. Fall in love with your passion. Fall in love with the problem you want to solve. The rest will be fine. So much wisdom that you have shared today, Irene. Thank you for sharing your story and you just hear your passion for what you do. So we just really thank you for this time that you've given us today and sharing your story. And to our listeners, we really thank you for making the time to listen to this episode of the Power of Stories podcast. Thank you. And I hope people will just find their, their purpose and live a meaningful life because this is what is important and also help others along the way. So thank you once again for having me and for this lovely space to share my story. Irene, thank you so very much for joining us today and for inspiring us and reminding us to listen and to observe and to learn from everyone around us. Yodit, thank you for every single one of these conversations that we get to have together. I love doing this with you. Thank you both very much. And to our listeners, we invite you to visit sayitforward.org, a place where you are welcome to share one or more stories about your unique path to empowerment or you can read the stories of other women and girls. 
This is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino. And Yodit Kifle-Smith, signing off for now and hoping you'll join us for our next episode of the Power of Stories podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we do hope you'll give us a review and recommend the Power of Stories to a friend. And lastly, we want to remind you of the power of your story.